2: Adjacent? You're listening to the Sports Adjacent.
3: Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today, Adjacent.
2: With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network.
3: We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent.
0: Did I tell you I'm home alone this week? My wife and kids, everybody's out of town. It's just me and the dog at home. The robbers, they're walking, they're waiting, the sticky bandits. Like from Home Alone, mm-hmm. like they're just probably looking for what's the Bears media schedule, and then whenever I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. You got you got a plan for your for your house traps? No, I'm gonna have to work on it. I'm gonna have to start setting like paint cans that are gonna swing down and hit people, or leaving thumbtacks on the ground. What was your favorite in Home Alone? Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't he do something to the doorknob? Yeah, didn't he like put a some kind of blowtorch on it or yeah, something? Here. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good one. That's like you're not even getting in. As soon as you touch the door handle, you're out. No, what I've been doing mostly though is like rearranging the house the way I would like it if I was single. <laughs> <laughs> I miss it. Wow,
2: you got to put it back.
0: I well, yeah, but not for like 10 days. Uh-huh. I miss everybody, but also like I like moving the coffee maker into the bedroom. <laughs> I've been running only I'm going to end up running like one load of laundry the entire 2 weeks and <laughs> one load of dishwasher. Uh I turned the thermostat down to like 55. 55? I like it cold when I
2: sleep. That's ridiculous though.
0: What would do you like it cold when you sleep or no? I do.
2: Okay uh I'm, I'm thinking like 65 66 if, if if it was up to me that's because you're not a
0: cheap dad yet but also <laughs> but also i like it really cold when i sleep like i will mm-hmm. put five or
2: six blankets on the bed but then you you, you might you, there's a chance you might wake up with like a sore throat or I don't a think stuffy so. nose Why? because it's too cold i don't know man i'm I'm
0: snuggly in there i'm snuggly in there in my sheets mm-hmm. and giggles Let's mm, right. <laughs> start the show. Welcome to Sports Adjacent. I'm Jason Leisure. We got Tony Gill here. Uh, Russ is Russ is across the pond. Russ. Russing. Yeah. In London, yes. Do your uh this is a perfect opportunity for you to do your, your British accent tone, which is really more of a Jamaican accent usually. Oh, mate. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Unconvincing. Uh we're gonna we have Tony and I have just spent the past hour or so, picking out some, uh, some really good highlights from, uh, from the show that we're going to play for you guys. But uh, Sports Adjacent is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. Oh, I keep nope. saying that. I keep mm-hmm. saying it wrong.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sorry.
0: Sports Adjacent is not brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. It is not. Sports Adjacent features Jason Leisure and Russ Dorsey and Tony Gill presented by Sheets and Giggles. Exactly. Yeah.
2: I am a uh, proud proud Name associate of sheets and giggles. I don't just put my name with anything or connect my name with anything. You would for the right price. You would. I would. Okay. I would. But you know. But this one, you actually do. This one actually it. Okay. do want to do it though. This from is, personal experience. Yes. Yeah. From look, if I was yanking your chain, you guys would know. Because I yeah, come on now. This is this is too serious. I don't I don't like having the pressure of people spending money on my behalf. And then it being bad. Or like mm, if I mention like a okay. bad restaurant and they have like an awful time yeah. and now I feel bad. You're putting your name out there. right? right? I'm putting my name out there yeah. in the streets, in the sheets and giggle streets right now. And I I feel safe knowing that you're going to get a very fine product. Oh, well, I have had plenty of like close friends and family
0: that have asked me, should I, you know, is it really like what you guys say it is And I always tell them, yeah, it definitely is. Get, get some, get the sheet set. That's mm-hmm. like my, that's my favorite thing there. They have a lot of stuff. The mm-hmm. sheet set is the best. Get in there, and everyone that gets yeah. it tone, everyone they'll tell you later, like Herb Howard or mm-hmm. my dad or my mom or whoever. My everybody is like, yeah, you're right. You're right about that. It's and such an upgrade to the bed.
2: The only thing is, once once you go sheets and giggles, you can't go back. You're not buying twelve dollars sheets you at the grocery go back. store after that. It is yeah. not. It's that's the only thing that you're gonna have to throw away the rest of your sheet set. That sucks, but, you know, it is what it is. There you go. They know, they know what time it is when they saw that purple box come through the door. You, it is it is a great feeling when you see that purple box on your doorstep. Mm-hmm. You guys got to go to... The packaging is great. I love it.
0: Go to sheetsgiggles.com slash S-A, and you'll get 23% off anything you put in your cart. Discount applied automatically. No promo code needed. That's a really good deal. Uh, you're not going to find a lot of places giving you better than maybe 15 to 20% off mm-hmm. on any kind of sale. 23% off is a really great deal for 2023. I think they're doing it because I think they picked 23 because of 23 being like a classic Chicago number mm-hmm. and we're a Chicago based show, nah. but Not either way,
2: 2023.
0: Or it could be for any made up reason that you want, but you're yes. getting 23% off and that's pretty good. Go on there, get the sheet set, get some flannels. It's cozy season. You got to mm-hmm. get the flannel sheets. If you Comfy are somebody that likes that uh, throw a blanket, Mattress, everything. giggles.com slash SA. Sports Adjacent is also brought to you by BetMGM. Yeah. You can go to BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app and use our promo code when you sign up. Adjacent two hundred. Mm-hmm. When you do that, you bet ten dollars on any NFL game. We got the playoffs coming up this weekend. Uh if either team in the game you bet on scores a touchdown, you win two hundred dollars in free future bets. So Pretty much uh, a slam dunk. Uh, you can also bet on NBA, hockey, uh, anything, uh, futures, like to win the World Series or to win the Super Bowl, any of that stuff. Go to BetMGM, the king of sports books. Tone, this was really fun listening back through some of these episodes to try mm-hmm. to find just like the the best. Mm -hmm. Like the creme de la creme of Sports Adjacent. I feel like every episode we put out is pretty good. Mm -hmm. But we went through and we're looking for like, what are the really, really, really good segments we got? And the first one we have for you guys is with Maddie Lee from now the Chicago Mm Sun-Times. I can't remember if she was with the Sun-Times at at that point or not when we had her on. And uh, her and Russ and I were talking about uh, the awkward nudity that comes with Going to the gym. And I've been going to the... Like I told you, everybody's out of town. Mm -hmm. I've had a lot more time. I love having everybody around, but I have way more time when everybody's not around. Mm -hmm. There's a lot less work to do, a lot less taking care of to do. And so I can go to the gym for three or four hours. Uh, There is a lot of nudity in that locker room. (laughs) Like so much. A lot of man meat. I feel like more than even you expect in a typical (laughs) locker room situation, like obviously a locker room is going to have some, but I feel like this is the place people go to, to have that. Mm -hmm. Like that's where they, they just, they're like, I'm going to go and I'm going to run on the treadmill and I'm going to lift weights. And then I'm going to go do some nudity in the locker room. (laughs) Very comfortable with it. That's kind of what we got into uh, with Russ and Maddie Lee. Maddie, when you're talking about working out, I actually have been uh, going to the gym lately. I've never, I've never been a gym guy. I've always liked exercising and always been a runner in particular. Um, and living in Miami for as long as I did, you could just do that outside year round. That's Someone's a lot harder here. on your heels. Uh, that that didn't happen so much down there. You would think that would happen. You would think there'd be some kind of like you know wild occurrences while you're running down in Miami. Not really. It's more the people you got to watch out for. Um. But I uh, up here, it's too cold for me, to, at least to run during this, like in January in the dead of winter. And so I got a treadmill, but that's only like, you know, that gets monotonous after a while. So I have started going to the gym now. I got a gym membership. We have a really nice gym like through the city. And um it's a new experience for me, Russ. I know you go to the gym a lot uh, mm-hmm. right around where you live. Um, is, is this a social experience? Is this supposed to be a social experience? Because it seems like it is for the other people. And I'm going by the way, like weekdays during the day. So I think the crowd at that point skews a little more retired, um, than <laughs> going at night. So maybe that is a social activity for them, but there seems to be a lot of like friendliness and conversation in the locker room.
5: This is the perfect topic because literally right before we recorded a pod, I just got back as from my attire. Um okay, just yes. got back from the gym, right? And the crowd that goes, you know, from five o'clock to midnight. That'd be like young professionals. A lot, yeah. yeah. skews a lot younger. Um the crowd from, you know, eight A. M. or even earlier than that. You know how yo no know, you know, that's definitely a, 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 a an older group of people that go 5 6 7 a.m right but even from like 8 a.m to maybe three o'clock older people right a lot of moms uh, a lot of people who you know work out during their lunch breaks and then like people learning people like me who i just have time based on my days baseball i have to be you know at the ballpark (laughs) till like three o'clock so that's a good time for me to go and it's usually quiet and i work out at lifetime um it's quiet between like one o'clock and three. You don't have a ton of people. You can get to a lot of the things. Um, that time at like five, six, seven, eight, it's like even coming from just now, it's like tons of people. It is yeah. very social to answer your question. Like their conversations, people are okay. talking, people are hitting on people. Like it's- Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Well, at Lifetime, yeah, it's kind of the- Okay. I was going to say, know. that was
4: never Isn't my- Isn't that strongly discouraged at the gym?
5: Does it not matter? Oh, uh, I wouldn't do it like that's not my style. Yeah. I, I and I don't I'm not even for being like super social at the gym. Uh, I, you know, go lift my weights and then I'm out of there.
0: What, ha, what 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 was that, Maddie? What happened to you?
4: Oh, Stuart's barking at me again. But yeah, no, that was my um, gym experiences have always been pretty antisocial. Maybe that's just me, though. Maybe I have like an off putting aura when i'm lifting
0: or are you in there like with headphones on and stuff because how are you supposed to talk to someone with headphones and now that you yeah. have noise canceling headphones it's like somebody can be talking to me and i don't even hear them
4: yeah definitely put headphones in head
0: down no eye contact okay so you're not there to make friends i'm not particularly either i'm not opposed to making friends there but it's not why i went there um but a lot of the, russell a lot of the friendliness and conversations seems to happen in the locker room and there's the nudity in the locker room is a little much for me.
4: I'm sure there's with the a, older just, crowd, there's a lot. Yeah, it's of, a-
0: it's, it goes well beyond just incidental nudity. It's more like, all right, this is our nude time.
5: Yeah, uh, I went the the old gym I worked at. There was a a larger, you know, you know, an older crowd, and they were a fan of of the nudity. Um, yeah. Just start. All right, we so get to be new. Start full conversations, and yeah. like I have to focus on what I'm doing. And <laughs> you don't and want wear your look eyes. Like- yeah, I right. don't want eyes wandering. Like I, I want to keep to myself. I try to, you know, change clothes. It's like I'm yeah. comfortable
0: with how I
5: look, but at the same time, it's like I'm, I, I didn't ask.
0: <laughs> you know, exactly. Yes, to me, it's like it just so happens that we're both in here changing clothes. I, I'm not here. Like, to do that, like, to just hang out in the nude, that's not why I came into the locker room. Like, imagine people knew you were Jason Leisure
5: that covered the Bears, and it's like, yo, Jason, Ryan Poles, Bears new GM, but now you
0: you got a guy, no towel, no draws. Yeah. And see, there was an incident, um, not quite that, but similar today, where I was having some kind of trouble with the the lock to the locker because the way that the the lockers are here – Um, it's like the keyhole is part of the door. So you can't bring your own lock. You got to use their key or whatever. And it's set up. So I like, I couldn't figure it out. There's something off about this particular one. Maybe it had been installed funny. And the guy next to me, you know, because this is social time and friendly time, he wants to come over and help me figure this out. And he's fully nude. And I'm (laughs) like, maybe this isn't the best time. Maybe I'll just struggle with this for a while, I think. And, he comes over and he's like, here, let me. Ha-. And I'm like, all right, I'm uh, back away. You got it. No, you got it. Yeah, you uh, you can have some space. You can figure this out. We're not going to. One thing we're not going to do is figure this out together. Uh, and, you know, but then he like, you know, then he wants to like fist bump me afterward. And I'm just like, Wait, let's just agree to no physical contact while we're in here. I think that's no, a basic no chest
5: bump. No chest bump. But you and oh,
0: random a, new dude. no any kind of bump. I don't think <laughs> in the locker room.
5: I'm I'm glad you got it open. The the locker. The oh locker. Gosh.
2: The locker. <laughs> Enough man me <meat> for you. <laughs> huh.
0: Classic Tony Yill contribution. That's our next segment, actually, is uh Tony coming back from his hiatus last year, mm-hmm. vowing to get I guess one percent better Just- each each episode? Each episode, yeah. That's, that's a, not a very big increment. I mean, I understand people say, I want to try to get 1% better each day, but you don't do this job each day. You do this job mm-hmm. each week. Mm-hmm. Like, over the course of the year, you're only getting 52% better, in theory. You, you, It'd be okay if you
2: wanted to try to be, like, 10% better each week. 10% is a lot, though. Like, 1% when it's weekly. is doable. 1% is doable. You only set <laughs> you set goals that you know you can achieve. You write yourself a doable. to-do list of things you've already done, basically? yeah yeah then you know look back and i'm proud of myself over the course of the year i got 52 percent better all right well here's one percent better tony gill i'm trying to be one percent better Oh, oh. Not, oh. Not, for,
0: not for us you're not you're trying to be like 1% better for Stephanie maybe but not no that has not factored himself. and 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 still fails <laughs> no I'm sure he does well at that he's Anthony now remember we don't know that we just I assume know, that he does well he has so much at stake he knows he knows he could lose that job <laughs> he could lose that job tomorrow we Tony, we're we're paying you a bonus that's more than one percent. He's not wrong. One hundred and twenty five percent. I mean, I feel like the bonus don't don't give me that.
5: No, don't give us a a
2: percentage. I feel like he should be twenty percent better based on the bonus that he gets when we have good sponsors. Think if I continue to be one percent better every day. No, right? You you gonna be by the twentieth episode? uh, I'll be twenty percent better. Hey, Jason, the, the one that's
5: really just like, hey, man, let's try to get Tony these bonus. I'm like, hey, I want Tony to try.
0: <laughs> I want Tony to try. Russ, like that part of it is has gotten beyond our control. It's oh, gotten listen, out of hands you know, to where we're not able to like, I don't know if you've seen this, but there are so many parts of this show with him in particular that have gotten beyond our control. Like, we needed a contract with him when we started this because it's spun beyond literally out of our control. It's where it's beyond where we can get a hold of it now.
5: You know what the thing is with gentlemen's agreements like with the one we have here? We can just go rogue at any time and stop paying him. You could do that.
2: That is an option.
5: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? J- Jason is up here like, well, you know, he's not trying, but we still are kind of like obligated. I'm like, oh, are we?
3: Who are we gonna get though? He and he knows it.
5: Hey, stop saying that. Like he knows it already. No, no, famous. the only producer. Knows uh, it. He already knows. Acts like he's the only producer. You, like the only producer you guys know anyway. people. You guys are famous. That's what I'm saying. You guys are way Jesus. more the famous the only producer here in town. If you, if you, put well, out, I'd like to
0: have you here a hundred percent. If you're like, the only one, not, this weird. Let's keep it a bunk. We could find somebody good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we couldn't find someone who's good and this weird, like And that's what maybe the, that's where, maybe maybe the audience will be. We're going to get fine. someone that comes on. See, this is part of his appeal to the audience is that uh, it's a constant conflict with us. I We're think constantly you... <laughs> moving and counter moving around. That's just like parenting. It's just like what I got to do with my kids. It's just moves and counter moves all day.
5: <laughs> I think you and Tony overvalue the weirdness appeal.
1: <laughs>
0: we put out a T-shirt that says everybody loves Tony Gill and they usually do. lied. We lied. <laughs> Tony, how many weeks have you been trying to be 1% better? What are we at here? Um, are we at the 103% version of whatever it is you used to do?
2: This is like week, uh, maybe like two and a half. Russ, I could buy the, okay,
0: all right, so we're at two and a half percent of an increase. Uh, the thing, though, is, Russ, is that we're two and a half points up, percentage points up, not from 100%. We're two and a half points percentage points up from like what 20 17 percent.
5: You, you know what my issue is with Tony trying to be one percent better each week? He took six weeks off. Like I would hope he would be better than one percent.
0: Yeah, he didn't use
2: those weeks. Those weeks were the one percent better, started when he got back from paid leave. It's like Shaq is like, Hey, or or Scotty, right? You think they're gonna take away my vacation time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey Jason, you
5: hear that? You hear that? He's like, no he's more, like James- no more. Don't ever let him ask him for anything ever again.
0: He's like James Harden, he's, he's like James Harden, but without that magical ability of when he does come back, he's in an he's an amazing shape. Tony comes back and he's still
2: pot belly James Harden. <laughs> James Harden still give you 30. Uh, don't sleep on pot Harden. Is that, is that what you think you're giving us?
5: 30 give you 30. <laughs> Boy, you are giving us a solid eight, eight, two, and two <laughs> since you came back from league.
0: That is I'll, amazing, though. Did I was I texting you about that or Tony or both? That James Harden, like, it's incredible. It's like he has mind control. He goes from like chubby to thin, like on command. <laughs> when he wants he, out, he's been great. he swells yeah. up, and then the moment he's in that new uniform, mm-hmm. James Harden looks amazing.
5: I'll give Tony credit. He. He put up a good 24 points the last game. I win, listen back. <laughs> solid, solid performance with the minutes restriction we've been giving him since he came back. <laughs> you know what the real issue is? So we only need 15, 20 points from Tony in a night. Then he gets all Nick Young on us, oh my tries gosh, to yes. score 50, and then we lose by 30.
0: Yes. You got to, um, Stop picking guys that are in jail or have racist sex tapes.
5: That's Tony's bag, though. For your small talk, <laughs> that's Tony's bag. He, just, who, who, he, you know how he loves racism. Um, Love it. Give me all of it. No. No. No, sir. Let's not do that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Who are your who are who are you a fan of that is not both a racist and or in jail, Tony? <laughs>
2: Ooh, that's a toughie. Oh,
5: <laughs> stop. It stop. <laughs> shouldn't be a tough question. Tony, Tony was going to be like, yo, Papa John, I
0: love him, but, you know, <laughs> the whole N-word thing. This is like, this is what you get from him is you're like, hey, Tony, can you just like for one episode, can you be normal? Be regular? Um, yeah. And his answer is always no. Is Chris Cody your favorite guest? Yes. In the history of Sports Adjacent. Yes. We've had him on twice, two or three
2: times maybe. Twice. Without a doubt. Better than Lawrence even. Yeah, sorry, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> And Lawrence is my guy.
0: Of oh, course. I know, I know. Lawrence I put is, you, I, I, I put you on the spot there. It's yeah. hard to tell the truth in that situation. Lawrence is it? my guy. I could not lie. I love Chris Cody. Lawrence might say Chris Cody is his favorite guest mm-hmm. on Sports
2: Jason. And know. now we got the same name. It's Chris Cody presented by Sheets and Giggles, and then Tony Gill presented by Sheets and Giggles. That's
0: right. Yeah, you guys should, uh, you guys should team up. He, well, he created Shiggles. He did. Like, what are you going to create, Giggles? I mean, you
2: okay, Giggles? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you created your own slogan. Mm-hmm. Blow it back out. Blow back out. That's, right. that's definitely my slogan. I don't, I don't know if they, they're going to put that on packaging, but, you know. I don't know. They, they might. Of all the companies that we've worked with, they might. Um,
0: but speaking of combining and making up words, that is a game we played with Chris Cody. That's his favorite activity. And uh, here, give it a listen. Let's try a new game here on the show with you, Chris. Uh, one of your best talents is creating words. You've built a whole career off
1: creating words. Quirds. Thank. Perfect. I thought you were teeing me up. I was like, I, I you said it twice with a little space in between. I'm like, I feel like this is my moment. It's gonna a little late in the night. I was like, uh, is this my moment? Good.
0: It doesn't seem like it was, but let's play. Uh, let's play our Chris Cody word game. Play the imaging, Tony.
2: Now it's time to play creating words with Chris Cody. Like an improv conversation, an improvisation. So how do you play?
0: It's a game show, and this is how it works. It's all about smushing words together, and here I have an example for you.
1: Did you see Saw?
0: The smush there would be Saw. Jason? All right, Chris, I'm going to give you a few things here, and let's see if you can uh, help us create some new words here on the show. Use your creativity.
1: Are you going to get me in trouble? (laughs) Well, we'll see.
0: (laughs) I here. think these are harmless These are harmless So like uh, like right now We're in Chicago Russ you've been driving around You've seen the snow All the snow is very shiny Because it's all yes, frozen glassy. solid Yes, Yeah, don't step on that We have right. glassy snow Chris, glassy snow Glow Well, But that's already a, a
1: different word That's not going to work what are we changing my like? This is the Chris game. What? what, what
0: is it? are, it's like wait, it's wait. my game. What are you gonna change the
5: rules
3: on me? All right. See,
1: like, there's this game is weird because sometimes I use the first two letters of a word. Like, it, it's just up yeah. to me. Like, you you wow, give me thank two you words for of- explaining the craft. <laughs> this is like listening to
0: uh, Van Gogh or Michelangelo hey, talk about. You're their the painter. one
1: questioning Van Gogh. I mean, jeez.
0: Russ, we had the uh, we had the season the annual uh, tradition of the Bears season ending. Press conference where George McCaskey comes mm-hmm. out and he either tells everyone, the owner of the team, Chris, he either tells everyone everything's fine or uh don't worry, everything will soon be fine. And <laughs> um spoiler alert, it never is. No. Ever. <laughs> uh I would say Bears Chairman George McCaskey's press conference, Chris, was a combination of condescending and depressing. Compressing. Not bad.
1: Condipressing. Actually condepressing. Oh.
0: You like that one better. Those I'm are a impressed. lot of syllables. You're usually more yeah. like the yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. You had
1: to reach for that one. High I degree. like that one. That one was fun though. That one that one made me smile. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the most important thing. Chris we covered this earlier in the show our buddy Russ
1: is about to have a You sound like a bad comedian the way you're teeing up each one Who of us by the way. Well I'm just I'm- You're like Chris okay. the other day we said so like just like you you're literally doing it the way like when someone goes out on like the, the Tonight show and they're doing a right. set it's like I saw right. this cat in the woods the other day.
5: Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, for this next joke my wife and I went to Target.
0: Russ has a job change coming up Chris a job Ooh, change a change. Good luck on the change, Russ. <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm just like, are any of these offensive? Yeah. Oh, they might like, be. Chris, Chris definitely said, will these get me in trouble? And I was like, That's- oh, no, they won't. But then you're just like, hmm.
1: Like, I never want to go that. hunting any cakes. Like you know what I mean, like you know I mean, like that's no, but that's the point. It's like uh, there's there's been times where on the show something is said and the joke is me saying I'm not playing it this time because it's like (laughs) it's so clearly a setup for a terrible word. What about a guest co-host, Chris? Like you, you're a guest host, a ghost. Oh, there you go. Uh,
0: (laughs) Tony Tony Gill is a genius, but also a disaster.
1: Uh, disaster.
0: Oh Ayo. <laughs> hey, I don't know if I like that one. <laughs> oh
5: my. You know what's funny about that? Tony will love that because it led to an
0: A-O.
3: Oh, Bro, Ayo hey, What
0: the <laughs> <laughs> Good time to end the game. <laughs> Uh, Chris Cody and Tony Gill, like Tony was saying, are both brought to you by Sheets and Giggles. You can go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA and you'll get 23% off your entire order. Don't need to put in a promo code or anything like that. Just go to our link for our listeners, sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. They'll apply the discount automatically. If I'm telling you, if nothing else, get the sheet set. Get the sheet set. You're going to love that. Like Get that and then... See what you want next after that. But you're going to love the, the silky smooth, 100% eucalyptus. Uh, I have two sets of them, Tone. So I just like when one goes in the wash, I just pull the other one out of the closet, put it on there. You got to um, get that
2: third one for the trifecta.
0: For the trifecta? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come in a lot of good colors, too. Not only do the sheets feel good, but they look really good. You can. Shout man- out to the colors. You can. Colors, <laughs> colors, Tone you can match them up to uh, to whatever your you know decor is in your bedroom. Just go to Or she- Mood. Or your mood, that's right. Yeah. Go to sheetsgiggles.com/sa and you'll get 23% off. Our next segment is about this crazy dinner that Lawrence and Herb Howard and I had uh, at Jaw Grill. And what was crazy about it was we had one of the most interesting people I've ever met as our waitress. This woman named Paris. And you guys know Lawrence from House of L and The Score and NBC, everywhere else. And you know Herb Howard, we've had him, uh, we had him on the show last week Mm -hmm. from the bigs. Uh, I mean, that's going to be a fun time either way with Herb and Lawrence. And Paris, this waitress, just like, there was no end to the fascinating things that she knew about.
3: Are we going to talk about Paris?
0: The waitress from the other night yeah yes <laughs> sure okay i wasn't um, sure i mean i know she doesn't
3: listen to this podcast so she's too busy Somebody was hitting on y'all?
0: she has many
5: other things to do
0: a lot of other things
5: who's hitting on y'all oh,
0: i wouldn't say it was i don't know maybe i don't i may not have the uh the radar for that anymore i might not know when someone is hitting on someone right in front of me but with the waitress that we had Lawrence and I and our friend Herb Howard went out for dinner the other night uh you canceled we were supposed to have dinner with you
4: yes. you canceled cuz
0: you weren't feeling well right herb so I, so instead of coming out we were going to come out by you to the suburbs instead of doing that herb was like hey I got a place since Russ is out I got a place I like in Hyde Park I was like hey Lawrence lives right there let's I literally let's text live him. right down the street yeah, hey walked like four blocks over so then we uh, we had like the most interesting waitress I have ever met, and I say it, I say it like I don't mean she's the most interesting waitress. She just happened to be our waitress. She might be the most interesting person I've ever heard talk for half an hour or whatever it was. Was she, was she hitting on one of the two of you? I wouldn't know. Was that what was happening? Do you think? Um, it was. I wouldn't quite define. Was she just very it. friendly? I mean, it might be hard to tell for me. Especially. I, I, I
3: wouldn't define but so far it as... out of the game. Actively hitting on us, I will say that the door was open for
0: you. She seemed like she liked you, but everybody likes you.
3: Yes, I I I like you. uh, Thank you very much, and that's why I appreciate you inviting me out to dinner. I would say that the door was open uh, had I decided to walk through it. Okay, be like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, how was she before I walked in? Was she, was she similar when I walked what? in or was there, could you see an actual like perk up when I walked in?
0: Uh, man, you're asking somebody that has like so little um, attentiveness to this because it just does not apply to my life. No, I know. have been married and for 16 years, but. I, um, I know that,
3: that you were focused on the ribs and they did look great.
0: Yes. Yeah. We ate a at Grill. it's a Jamaican place. It was really good, Russ. Um well, her and Herb are friends. Or at least they seemed like they'd been friends for a while. Like they seemed like they knew each other very well. Like they were buddies Wait, or something. Is this
5: the this is the place that has like the rum bar in Hyde Park?
3: Yeah. yeah, they have a rum bar. Yeah, in the back.
0: Yes, I've been there before. Good spot. It was good. The food was good. It was a small it's a small place. Um and uh our waitress Paris was Phenomenally interesting and friendly. She, yes. I mean, like, like when I say interesting, I mean it in the most literal sense. She was an interesting person. Like, she knew about all kinds of things. Yes, she did, or you know, does. Do you want to? Do you want to give Russ a little
5: all
3: right rundown so
0: of just just maybe the bullet points of that?
3: Gorgeous curvy black woman with okay. hazel I'm, eyes. I'm in.
5: I'm in. Done.
0: And You're short
5: done. hair. Okay? You don't even have to tell me the rest of the story. I'm in. Okay. I'll go to Hyde Park right
0: now. Oh, but there's you, so much more to it than that, Russ. You I don't, don't care. Smile. I don't care about the rest. I, I'm glad
3: you guys have a good time. But Russ, I, I think that you should you should listen. I to should hold Russ off on this <laughs> okay. Look, okay. <laughs> okay.
0: So what he already gave you is the ice cream of the Sunday. And yes. now he's gonna give you the whipped cream. And then there's one particular thing that's the cherry on top that he'll I'm sure he'll give you at the end.
3: Okay, so since we're doing bullet points, which is a perfect segue, uh she's packing. That's the number one. She wanted to make that. The rest while serving. That was unclear, but that was my assumption that she was packing. Number two, she used to be a cross country, long hauling truck driver. Okay. And if you saw this woman, you would go. Wow, that's really that's that is playing against tight." The crazy part is is that I used to date a woman who same thing like gorgeous curvy black woman drove a truck for 5 years. Mm-hmm. And you like you would see her because you you know this big or whatever. You would see her you'd be like, "How?" So that's that's number t- 3, right? That she she was a long haul truck driver at one point. Okay, she knows all about technology. Yes. She took Herb's phone And did a couple of things and had a
0: list of all the places that he had been. This was foolish on his part because she's running through. She's like, so what were you doing in this place from this on this day? And I'm like, why would you why would you hand it to anybody? Mm -hmm. True. So she's clearly really good at knowing your business. Yes. She could, like, get everything she wanted out of your phone very quickly. Like Um, fast. Yes. And then.
3: I left this part for last, even though it happened quicker in the conversation. Her goal, like she she has her own home. She lives on the south side. She she is very independent, which is great. Like fascinating woman.
0: Here comes the cherry on top.
3: (laughs) Her goal, her business goal, because, oh, you know what, Jason, I forgot something. Certified chef
0: went to culinary school
3: even though she's working as a server at, at the job at the restaurant yeah.
0: also okay. knows uh, also knows auto mechanics. And yes. did she say like some kind of home fixing thing like carpentry or plumbing? Yeah, or She's basically MacGyver. She, yeah. Okay. She, woman knows everything.
3: you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by.
4: Granger for the ones who get it done. Or and, and, hey, like, look, really good she
0: either, and Lawrence. She either knows everything or she's just like that good of a talker. And either way, I'm impressed. It, agree, agreed. But the cherry on top
3: was that her her goal because you know me, I'm. I go right into interviewing mode. Like, well, what? What do you want to be next? Then right. all this stuff. Her goal, Russ, she wants to start a swingers club.
0: <laughs> not like a uh, batting cages.
5: Jason, I, I, I got, I, I've delved. I'm not saying I delved in this pool before you, but like, oh, I, I get That'd be it. a good I name understand.
0: for a batting cages though, wouldn't it? That would be. <laughs> all right.
5: <laughs> so she's two and
0: one. <laughs> okay.
5: Can do both, so yeah. She wants First of its kind. A, she wants to open up a sex club.
0: Yeah. Didn't smile once during this, like it was some kind of joke. She was like running well, through all the details of the business well, model. Yeah, I imagine, I imagine
5: She serious. was no, no, no. She's
3: I mean, dead was, serious, and she's she's definitely had experience in it. Okay. So she was sharing her experiences in it as well. It was yeah. it was fascinating. Well, look, I. I'm so, what you're saying is the next team dinner is back at <laughs> Chicago.
0: <laughs> yeah, next time Russ is going to hide those I think symptoms. This is, oh, I'm this fine. Is going <laughs> a,
5: team, a team field trip. Um, no, so in a business sense, I know there's this club in New York. I've never been. For everybody, oh. out there, I've never been. It's called NSFW, <laughs> and it's that. And I know they make crazy money. So, I look, oh, I get it. But this is a love- very interesting encounter you guys had.
0: Oh, this is a phenomenally interesting person. Um, yep.
5: You can say a phenomenally. I don't know. Is, is, did you tell Ashley?
0: Uh, no, it hasn't come up. <laughs> I love it. I, Lawrence, I love that Paris mentioned that the, uh, the I think what she said was probably the best example of this business done right uh, was in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And yes, I can tell you again. Let me just do the same disclaimer. Russ just did. I've never been to one of these. Uh, happily and um committedly married for a long time. This was a lot of
5: people
3: a lot of people that go to those calls too. The, these, pla- these places are as
0: common in South Florida as like a Walgreens. So I, mean. I this is when I drew Jason in.
3: Because yeah. he was really just like, I'm trying to get through this meal. Like I don't need this type of headache. Let me finish. Oh, come my on. That's not
0: true. That and is a total this mischaracterization. Stuff. I was riveted by this.
3: So I bring him into the conversation because of the South Florida thing. And I'm like, you know, all about all of this stuff in the Miami Fort Lauderdale type area.
0: And He's apparently in Miami. Does. she said it was in a strip mall. And I said, that's perfect. Of course it is. Of course it's Florida. You remember the Tinder swindler tone?
2: Oh, yeah, the goat. My enemies are after me. Is he still on Cameo? Do we know? I think so. Like, he hasn't... The last time I heard about him, he hasn't been arrested. So, you know, he's swindling somebody. If he's not in jail, he's swindling. So, he's getting that money. I'm not surprised that you and Russ
0: and I all got hooked on that show. Mm -hmm. Like, dove deep into that show and watched the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But, like... Stephanie, for example, yep. Stephanie is a uh, mature, respectable, intelligent. Like I'd, I'd feel like Stephanie might not like go down that rabbit hole. Mm. Like Stephanie might not get sucked in by trash television like that. <laughs> like the rest of us did. Did she watch any of that? Did she get into the Tinder switch? Oh yeah, we both. Okay, did. It. All right. Yeah, we, we, we uh-huh. were. We were
2: all in on it. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Okay. And what was her takeaway from that? Does she feel like they like the peop like the women should have known better or the
2: guy was a good hustler or what? I think she's of both minds of that guy is an awful human being, which he is. Uh but also you gotta have common sense on the women's part. You gotta have common sense. It's like what what are you what are you doing? He he went after the insecurities of those women and they got exposed.
0: It was an interesting show. It was very serious show from that regard like mm-hmm. what you're saying. But it was also kind of funny. Yes, funny. It was very uh it it was a very easy thing to like become fully engrossed in and we like a lot of people did.
5: Uh, Jason, while you you and Ashley watched the Tinder one, what were your thoughts? You, we me and Tony did a deep dive with mm-hmm. Lawrence uh about yeah. it. You yeah, yeah I know. Feelings. Yeah, do you guys
0: want to revisit that? Yeah,
5: yeah. I, look, I just want to. <laughs> look, it's, it's, people are still watching. People are still talking about it. I just want to hear what your thoughts were. Still I, trending I, I,
2: in America. I,
5: I
0: assume it's still close to what me and Tony thought. Yeah, well, it's still. I gotta admit, it's a little hard for me to, like, get inside that world. I understand. I get the mechanics of how twi- of, uh, Tinder works, and I've been unable to pronounce the name of the movie correctly, or the name of the dating website, or the name of. The uh, name, the nickname they gave the guy, because I just keep mix, mixing up my L's and my W's, and uh, I, so it's hard to like kind of understand putting your whole dating life in an app and basing everything out of that for me. But oh, this isn't going to be a great thing to say. I kept thinking people should have known better.
2: No, that's not. Yeah, that's oh, perfectly
0: Correct. And and like whether or not you should have known better, I don't. Ca- I I try to have empathy for the situation that somebody's in regardless of how they got there. And so I can sit there and say like, Hey, it seems like there were a lot of clues here. Yes. I also feel terrible for how like you've one way or another, you ended up feeling this way and having this happen to you. And I feel terrible for you about that. Like I, I, I don't usually sit there and say, even if I feel like there were some red flags along the way, like, Hey, you got what was coming to you or anything like that. I, 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 I think that's gotta be horrible. I mean, the one woman, Thought she'd found the love of her life, it seemed like, and for that to be a lie is pretty bad. But uh, I also found, I also kind of my other main takeaway from it is like, oh, it looks kind of fun to try, because <laughs> <laughs> well, there seems to be like almost no consequences for the guy, and he's out there doing it again. It's not like he's
5: getting like a dating show. Like, yeah, there are zero consequences. Well, for I spam. had this,
0: I had this in. Uh, This was in the news rundown, if you would like me to uh, just, we can give you a sneak preview of it or the whole thing right now. Yeah, sure. Russ, would you like to hear some news I thought we wouldn't get to, but instead are getting to in the opening segment? Yes, please. The Tinder swindler. I almost got it. I kind of got it. It wasn't smooth, but I did land it. It was was like one of those Southwest landings. Uh, Simon Levive, he has a job. And this time, it's a real one. It's legitimate he's on cameo and uh he is charging two hundred dollars for an individual so if we wanted him to come on and be like happy birthday tony uh help your enemies stay far away from you or whatever uh (laughs) that'd be 200 bucks or if we wanted him to do one like for a company like for you know sports adjacent or bally's or you know tune into uh tune into the rally or your enemies will come after you or something like that. That'd be two grand he's charging two grand for that. But this is a legitimate business. And and TMZ reported that he's made 30 grand off this in the first week since he signed up. But again, like if they're getting that information from him, I'm a little skeptical. Just I'm not sure if he's really made 30 grand off of it, Yo, but he does have, it is funny though, Russ, I watched a couple of the videos that were available online and uh, he loves, he, he, he is, Leaning into this character while he's upset with Netflix and this, uh, was it a Swedish newspaper or Norwegian newspaper? Yes. Uh, while he's upset with him, he is kind of leaning into this because he did one for uh, a woman named Emily. Emily, happy birthday. I hear you're running your first triathlon. I hear I, I hope you run like your enemies are after you. <laughs> he did another <laughs> one that says like uh, so-and-so, I forget what it was, like Russ, uh, happy birthday. I'm sorry I couldn't be there, but my enemies are after me.
5: Yeah, he's a hundred percent playing it up. And why wouldn't you? If if you know that you, there's no consequences for what you do, yeah. the only thing you went to jail for was using a fake passport to to get into other countries. Listen.
2: You know, it it gotta suck for the women that came forward to want to expose him to actually increase his profile his worldwide um i mean like how do you t- they are well but he's got to find something it.
0: legitimate to do he can't keep running this
2: game i can't i want to say come something. on can i do, it. I'm, I'm do just it. I'll play ele- it i'll play elevator music if it's too bad
5: is it did are they really suffering if they got the gofundme popping hmm exactly they, they were on there crying russ i get that but also after money, <laughs> after, after Netflix, paid, only, only you, only Netflix. you would be like, someone can buy my pain away from me. No, I'm just saying after Netflix bought their pain away to tell their story, they also got the GoFundMe pop it. And Did you they know get what? money for
0: that? We don't know if they got money for that. You're not. Just gotta, of, yeah, they got something that didn't just get there for nobody gets up there for free. Jason They probably didn't get what the production company got. They're not getting there and embarrassing themselves in front of the world for free. I don't know. Would you want to go through something like that for a lot of money? If I was like, Russ, you'll think you've found the love of your life and it will drive you to the point of losing all your money and crying on camera because you're that devastated by it. Like, is there a price price tag for that?
5: They've made one hundred and sixty three thousand euros in.
0: A week. Yeah, but didn't the movie end saying they were still in massive debt? I mean, Mm -hmm. listen isn't that probably the purpose of the GoFundMe is not just to cheer them up with money, as you would do, but to pay their debts? <laughs> Listen, dog, I, somebody that loves you isn't asking you to take out $250,000. You're like Anchorman. You're like, would it help if I gave you some money from my wallet?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know, like, man. And, I, I, and I, I feel, Russ feel is like, yeah, it would. It would help. You know, what, I feel, I feel, I feel Wait, like I, I I really do feel like we need uh, one of the the, the many women or to join us um to give that perspective just to make sure that we aren't overlooking anything because my brain is just like come like you're an adult like you are you really like all the red flags and you're not gonna maybe i'm missing something i would like another perspective on on this if if we can continue if we want to talk about it next week uh because yeah i'm I'm just still dumbfounded about
5: how all that turned out. So I was literally texting a young lady this morning about this. um, And she said, I'm glad you've seen it. I've watched it three times. And I said, well, let me ask you this then. Do you think it was their fault with the eyeballs emoji? She said, oh, man, I've done some crazy shit for love. Crazy. They clearly have no boundaries, but they were manipulated. And then I said, I think that he was a master manipulator, but a quick Google search could have taken care of all the questions in 30 seconds. I think they were desperate for love and also gullible. 75% on them, 25% on him. He was a terrible human being, but they allowed themselves to be used by him. When somebody loves you, they don't ask you to take out $250,000
0: in loans and credit card debt. In my humble opinion. It did strike me as like a real life human version of the... Nigerian prince email scam. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you get the email that says like, oh, you know, we're rich. My father's the king. Uh, but, you know, he's deposed right now and we don't we can't get out. We just need a little bit of money so we can get back to all of the rest of our money. I mean, that was kind of the thing that Simon Levi was doing. Yeah. And then- he was good. He was good. I mean, he couldn't he could have tricked me on some of those things. I mean, he, some of it wasn't them, some like, of them. He was, he had a good system down for yeah. how he was pulling this off for us. Yeah, he, and he, he was, was a lifelong, man, you don't have to tell it, me. I understand he was getting yeah, it off. Li- lifelong, uh, lifelong defrauder, from what it sounds like. So, I mean, he had a lot of practice. They ahead, said Tony.
5: he still, my, my bad. Go ahead, Tony.
2: Uh, no, I was going to say, like, it wasn't just women he was defrauding. Like, in that compilation, like, it, he was finessing families, like, he was babysitting for babysitting, people, and man. <laughs> like, he. Had- <laughs> You <laughs> go uh, wild, wild.
0: What would wolf. you? What would you less rather find out that like your sister had dated the Tinder swindler, or that uh, someone in your family had hired the Tinder swindler as a babysitter? Uh, sister, sister, definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. He should definitely try the babysitting thing. That's a, that could be a legitimate business. How did he
2: get a hold of their checks?
5: Man, look, when you master something, you master scamming. And scamming is the theme of the month on Netflix. Like I don't know, you guys watched Inventing Anna? I don't. This is not a Netflix podcast. See, I, st- been, I been started going to crazy watch. It. Well,
0: I have some other Netflix stuff I wanted to talk about anyway, so we can just do that right now. Okay. Um, because Tony's been tweeting about Love Is Blind. I wanted to it's get so to that too. Mm-hmm. All right, so I, I guess this I is, I is Checked our it out statement. just so we could talk about it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I started to watch Inventing Anna first because it just struck me. The description struck me as. Uh, Tony, please look up the, the act, the actress that plays the lead role in it. I forget her name from Ozark, but the description of it struck me as like, oh, this is the opposite of the Tinder swindler. Like, this is what the description looked Mm -hmm. like, Russ, where it sounded like he, she plays all these rich people in New York and takes their money one way or another is what it sounded like. But then I, I pressed play on it and it was the woman from Ozark whose name is Julia Garner. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent actress. She was great on uh, the Americans too. Um, but it just immediately it was like overproduced and it was a movie. It wasn't really like a, or a series or whatever it is. It was, it was dramatized. mini yeah. yeah. It wasn't like a documentary. So I kind of was like, nah, I'd rather watch the Tinder swindler instead. Well, that's did you funny. watch this? It's yeah. I,
5: I binged the whole thing. Uh, oh,
0: okay. On two nights, grabbed a bottle of wine, some food and, and went crazy. See, here's um, the thing though. I, I can't always do that because I can't just turn on whatever I want in the middle of my house on my big flat screen TV because I got kids walking around. So like my window to watch stuff like this is from like 10 p.m. to midnight any given day, assuming I don't have anything else I have to do during that time. That sucks, and that sounds like a personal problem. (laughs) um,
5: (laughs) Friday and Saturday. I watched five episodes on Friday and three on Saturday. And when I watched, I instantly was like, this girl's the Tinder swindler. And but like she gets she gets a pass from people because she was some rich girl with a, a terrible accent in New York scamming rich people. Spoiler alert! Uh, you could still watch it. There's a ton of stuff that I didn't just say, but she was a scammer. That's all it was. She was just like Simon.
0: Well, can you tell us more about it? I didn't end up watching. Well, no, it. I don't want
5: to. I don't want to ruin the whole series. But it, I mean, it really, we're already here. I mean, it's really just like a girl scamming people and lying. She was she was scamming some of the. Once again, spoiler alert! If you don't want to get yeah. this ruined, just fast forward till we're
0: done talking about. Do we it. should put it in the description or something. Right. start yeah. this episode twenty five minutes in if you don't want to have right. XX then and X when, ruined. When Tony career.
5: is talking about Love Is Blind, then you can play it. <laughs> but she was she was this close to getting a loan from forty million for forty million dollars from one of the largest banks in the in the country. And, and nobody it. could prove that she had money. And all you had to do was say, hmm, let's actually do the work to see if this girl has the money that she says she does. She was getting five-star five hotels, just because
0: she, she was pretty and everybody was like, we want to believe her? Or uh, how did yes. she pull it off? She, this, this, this
5: girl from a different was country she, was, she was like a genius at this? Well, she was, there. She was really smart, business-savvy girl, but also she was like a kid. And people wanted to believe that she was this insanely rich person. And so just like Simon got good at scamming, she got good at it, where she would give people this info for these wire transfers. And like everybody thought she had this huge monster trust fund worth $60 million. And it's like, oh, here's the the wire for my trust fund. And then these hotels, these restaurants all would like, put it in. And a couple days later, they were like, Hey, we haven't gotten the money. And she just say, well, I gave you the information. It's all there. Like it must yeah. be some of the bank. And then she was like, just do that. I
0: wrote you the check. What do you want? Right.
5: She would just do that Check out. And so she was doing that to the, some of the biggest hotels in New York uh, and around the, around the world, not even just in New York. And yeah, man, scammers. It's a good time to scam because you get a, a something, on, <laughs> you get a movie or a series on. on it's Netflix. a good time
0: to scam. It, it should be the worst time, time. It should be the worst time in history to scam because you have the internet to look up. You would any think. You it would should think be the hardest like, time to scam. There are people who are,
5: have been scanning, scamming, scamming, and they're like, "Man, I can get a, a Netflix series out of this. Let me keep doing
2: it." <laughs> I think like, I, you think people are more gullible nowadays. I would like to say no but like she scammed all of New
5: York.
0: I don't know, tone I don't know. Uh I have a harder time figuring out what's real and fake but not at those love not not with those stakes. What I have trouble figuring out is like uh is a is a video that goes viral because something embarrassing or bad happens done on purpose. Because viral is viral and people don't care if it's good or bad. But I never I don't think I have a hard time figuring out like, you know, whether people around me are are real or not. I think I don't think I just go around getting tricked, but maybe I do.
2: That
0: part of it, I wouldn't know. That'd be part of it. So I, I, don't, I don't know.
2: I don't know if people are more gullible or people want to feel like they're good people so they ignore red flags to try and be a good person because there's something on the inside that they don't think that they're a good person or they like you get what i'm saying like the need for me to be viewed as a good person i will go to these lengths to seem like a good person despite the many red flags I think maybe more so there's some desperation
0: for fame and money and companionship and people are willing to suspend disbelief to get something that they want.
5: Hmm. I think people are more gullible. And while you guys are saying it, I I figured out why we're we're in this the, the information age. This, the, the social media era, and how often we, do we see people get not double-check, not search to,
0: to confirm, fact-check? Oh, like fake uh, like fake Woj accounts or something It like happens that. Yeah. all
5: the time, and so now I, I just yeah. think we're – Yeah, you're right. People weren't doing the research to find out if a trade is true. No, they're not going to do this, the, the research to find out if this dude is actually the son of some diamond dealer, billionaire – Um, It seems simple because we have everything at our fingertips and all you have to do is Google the name of the the billionaire diamond owner and what the name of his kids are. You can find it like that stuff is going to come up. You can find out what people make, what any athlete makes, which is crazy. But you can't take the 30 seconds to find out if the person that you're going to go to dinner with that you've never met and going to get on a private jet with the first time you met them
0: is legitimate or not i think they will i think like the women in the tinder swindler i have to pause every time so i can pronounce it correctly not uh yeah. when they they did google him at least the first woman googled him and i i think the second woman did the one who's just his friend she said um and they just didn't go very far on it and you would of course you would you're a reporter correct and so would i like you have this innate skepticism about everything they would the uh the saying is if your mom tells you she loves you check it with a second source um so we would definitely be digging much further into that but if these people google diamond lld or whatever it was or google the guy's name and it comes up as the same as this israeli billionaire who he's not related to whatsoever you know i i can see that them thinking okay well i've vetted this the average person, you you can't wrap your head around that because you have spent your entire life, every single person I write about, I better Google everything about them and go deep into the internet to make sure I really know what I'm talking about before I put more information out into the world. But for a lot of people, I, I think the Google search that the first woman did in Tinder Swindler was like probably pretty normal as far as what people do. Hmm. I'm curious, Tony, why you think we're so fascinated by this? Like, I am not dating. I am not on a dating app. I would probably never have anything like this happen to me. Why? Why did it? Why do I watch this for two hours?
2: Like, why think, is everybody consumed by this? I think it's the ridiculousness of yes. it all. Like the magnitude. Like if this was just some dude that was lit, like was kind you know, women just to bum off the couch, you know, or something like that. Like nobody would you know, really care. That happens all the time. <laughs> uh but a lot, of, a lot of people getting scammed like that out here. Yeah. It's a lot, 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 lot of people giving up their uh they, they tax returns for love mm-hmm. out here. Honestly. <laughs> um but it was the to the extent of it where this dude is living an exclusive billionaire lifestyle off the backs of normal everyday people. Uh and you want to know is how and why like how can this guy survive doing that for as long as he had um and how come none of the people realized it and i think that's the interesting part that's why it's trending it's still trending on netflix Mm -hmm. as a a top 10 you know watch is because people are they're interested into just the magnitude of the ridiculousness and just how can someone be that gullible Mm -hmm. um to that to that extent
0: all right, we're going to wrap it up here with uh one of our favorite news stories. This was uh this was also from the ep- from one of the episodes with Chris Cody mm-hmm. where we learned about that they tr- can apparently train rats to sniff out landmines, which is an incredible life-saving discovery that they've made that that rats can find these things and then they can be disarmed. But uh, here's here's how we learned about these hero rats with Chris Cody. And finally, Russ and Chris, a rat named Magawa died this week. He was eight years old. You know what was fascinating about Magawa was that he could smell landmines. He was working in Cambodia, sniffing out landmines. They estimate that he sniffed out over 100 landmines and explosives that could have harmed or killed people.
1: Huh.
0: That's impressive. That's good. a good run. You <laughs> are supposed to be impressed by this. This is a rat saving human lives.
1: I'm just digesting it. Did he Can die I... because he blew
0: up? Or No, he... no, no. I think eight years old is old age for a rat. <sighs> uh, he, he was an African giant pouch rat uh, that's bigger than a normal rat, but uh, small and light enough that if it steps on a landmine, it won't trigger it and uh, he comes from the nonprofit apopo i believe a p o p o which trains rats to detect landmines and tuberculosis i feel like those are very different tasks for the rat
1: but um i just want to every- like watch this training process like this facility where they do this like i just i'm very interested in what this, this looks is like so like odd. the first yeah, was, day of training like like do you, like yeah. when you like do you have like a like fifty thousand rats and then by the end of the first day it's like we got twenty thousand winners here what do we do with the other thirty thousand like <laughs> they have tryouts or yeah, yeah like it, it probably I, is something like that it probably is they something put a like they, that. Like they put after, a piece of cheese like three miles down the road and it's like all right whichever rats get there you know you yeah make but landmines
0: landmines don't smell like cheese I wonder how, I know, how I'm the just rat saying, is saying they able they're doing
1: that. th- that's a stamina test day one is just to see oh, who you. has okay. the stamina and then like you know you gotta whittle down the field. A
0: uh, Papo refers to these kinds of rats as hero rats, and Magawa sniffing out triple digits of explosives and saving, that, saving lives and saving people's health like that. He truly
1: is a hero rat, Russ. <laughs> a hat?
5: I'm rest <laughs> in peace to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, it works. It just works. <laughs> See, that's my window. See, that was one of those ones where Jason said something. He was throwing it to Russ, and I knew I had a quick little window for a hat. That's it. That's all I need. Nailed it. No, that's
5: look, man. I the, <laughs> rest in peace uh, to Magawa.
2: Did I ever tell you the uh, a rat crawled on my arm uh, when I was taking out the trash the other day? Recently? Yeah, this was like I think the last a time came, look, on your the arm? last you came over the last time you came over my condo, a rat crawled on my sleeve. Uh, wow! Like
0: from where? From the trash. So you were putting a, you were putting a bag in the trash can outside mm-hmm. and when you put it in a rat crawled out of the garbage can onto, your right, arm, onto my arm, what did you do?
2: Um, did I did scream. I did not. I
0: would I, 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 I wouldn't have screamed like high pitch, but I might've like, I might, I might've like cursed or something. I might've been like, what?
2: <laughs> you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to alarm the neighbors. Like something like I wouldn't have had any control over that. actually was going on, so I just said, mm, and then like shoot my arm wow. really fast, like you know, like Paul shoot the snake in the in the fire. That's 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 kind of how I did it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bible I, reference for for I know, my Bible reading folk. My brother lives
0: in the city, and uh, the last time I was leaving his house, I saw two rats having sex in the alley. I thought there's a little nature for you in the city. That's nice. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Blowing it back out? (laughs) Uh, This has been a fun episode of Sports Jason. It's always fun for me to listen back and find, like, the funniest of the funny segments or the most interesting of the interesting segments. Um, Tony Gill is presented to you by Sheets and Giggles. I am. Got it right that time. Uh Mm-hmm. Uh, You can go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA and you'll get 23% off everything. This is a great, great gift. Uh, We got Valentine's day coming up next month. Like this is a great kind of sneaky way to get yourself something for Valentine's day, but Mm kind of make it look like you're getting it for your significant other because you get to sleep on those sheets too. And you are going to love doing that. Get the sheet set, get the flannel, which is like a eucalyptus cotton hybrid, Comforter, duvet cover, uh, throw blanket, they got all kinds of stuff on there and twenty three percent off is a great discount. Go to Sheetsgiggles.com slash SA and you get twenty three percent off everything. Still waiting for the, the underwear line. Still waiting for that. It's I, funny I got I
2: gotta talk to our guy over yeah, there.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that and I did actually text Colin about that. I said you mm-hmm. guys gotta make underwear. Yes. I didn't mention to him that what you were asking for for some weird reason is
2: men's thong underwear. I think that Sheets and Giggles are perfect to sh- start off the the whole economy for men's lingerie. Can't they just make like really nice boxers and briefs? They could. And they that, could. But
0: I, look, I'm sure there are people, I'm sure there are men that w- wear thongs and like wearing thongs. And mm-hmm. I would imagine that's like one of the least popular men's underwears, though. I
2: don't feel like there's a huge market for that. I mean, you never know until it starts getting normalized, right? Until it okay. starts normalizing these things. Like, Jason, don't you want to feel sexy? Uh, Yes. So, if these underwears could help you feel sexy, or if there was a promotion of men's sexiness that makes men comfortable, why not? Why They should get in there early. That's all I'm saying.
0: Okay. Uh, Why do you pronounce it? Why do you say underwears with the S at the end? Uh, eh, it's fun. <laughs> okay. Well, I did text Colin about that, and uh, he... Yeah, I, I let's just say I don't want I don't want to be like overly revealing about what they have going on, but like let's just say that they they've had that thought. Mm, let's go. So we'll see. For now, they've got the most comfortable sheets you'll ever sleep on, mm-hmm. the most comfortable mattress you'll ever sleep on, the most comfortable comforter duvet cover you're ever gonna have. Uh, Tone, do you have one of your signature endorsements of?
2: you want to do the sheets, the mattress? Like, what are you feeling tonight? I mean, I'm I'm really on this underwear thing, man. Like, okay, look, they I already, don't have already, that. That's not, they don't I have that. I already right. told you guys they don't that, have that the sheets, like,
0: hug your butt. You're supposed so to try to sell something that they have. Oh, that they have? Yeah. Oh, I mean. They don't, we've been over this. Oh, man. Well, I, you ruined my hope. Like, well, that may come down the road. Like, at uh-huh. some point, maybe they'll have, you go to their website and you can click on, you know. Underwear or men's lingerie, as you like to call it, underwears, uh, underwears, mm-hmm. some days, but that's not
2: the case right now. Mm-hmm. So, do you have an endorsement of a product that they actually have? Yes, there's nothing like getting that purple box from wherever you buy from Sheets and Giggles right at the door, especially if you get the mattress. Uh, it comes in this tall, uh, purple box and it's, it's all rolled up yeah. in- instantly, like nipples, heart, okay, like in- Great. like Wow, as soon as you see it or as soon as you get that notification that it's at the door and they don't just throw it, right? They place that thing just nicely on your doorstep. That's that's your mailman or UPS or something. That's not oh, well, Sheets and Giggles doesn't have like delivery man. Don't don't ruin this for me. Don't ruin, I, I imagine <laughs> Colin on, saying, Hey, okay, these, this is a very it's like driving the kid like your kids and you got like precious cargo sticker. Yeah, it's in the exactly bag. like, this like that. This is precious right? yep. cargo. That's exactly what someone who doesn't have kids would that's say. That's being delivered to your house in the purple box. All right. All right, Tone if you want to feel
0: like Tony Gill, and why wouldn't you after that, uh, you can go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA and get 23% off your entire order. Uh, Sports Jason is brought to you by BetMGM. You can go to BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. Use our promo code ADJACENT200. That'll get you this deal. If you bet $10 on any NFL game, and there's some good ones this weekend as the playoffs get started, you will win $200 in free future bets As long as either team scores a touchdown, you know that's going to probably happen. Uh, So really good opportunity. Uh, I I know everyone is watching the playoffs and a lot of people are betting on it. Anyway, if you're going to bet on it, use this promo code ADJACENT200 and get a great deal at BetMGM. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. I hope you guys had as much fun listening to this episode as we did creating it. And we will talk to you next week when
2: Russ gets back. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to Sports Adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms.
3: I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was
4: like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother... You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.